0: You're listening to chew on that. And here's what we're chewing on today.
1: Uh, I think we all love, love our, our culture is consumed by it with music, books, Movies, Like, I love, love movies. And I don't think that makes me less Johnny Lawrence and more Daniel LaRusso. Like, I I don't think it makes me less manly. There's tons of dude stuff that I'm into. Like, I love tools and guns. I love tattoos. I have, like, 22 of them. I love meat. Oh, Jesus. Come on, somebody. Oh, man, I love. Love, we all love, love.
0: Welcome to Chew on That. My name is Keith, and you're joining us for a podcast where we dig deeper into the most recent sermon from the current sermon series happening here at Life Church in Green Bay. Hey, this week we're discussing Week 14 from the uh, the, the series we're currently in, the Book of Ephesians. Uh, again, my name is Keith. Today, I'm joined with my other hosts, one yes. of which being Pastor Dallas, the other of which being Nancy. Hi, how are you?
2: <laughs> Hello.
3: Guess which one was which? <laughs> yes. Which one is Nancy and which one is Dallas?
2: Uh, yeah, it's really hard to tell. <laughs>
0: well, this is off to a great start. It yes. Um, okay, so it's Tuesday. Yeah. We typically record these on a Tuesday morning. Oh, way to go behind the curtain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite morning anymore. What?
0: what, what, what do we? Uh,
3: what do we know? What's going on? Uh, oh yeah this is like the intro type of things like that oh, it's, yeah. it's, I have it Just in like my small
2: talk
0: in my notes to burn four minutes
2: Whoa, four minutes <laughs> yeah
3: we're going real behind the curtain hey right. everything is good it was a uh, great week I love I, I love this this message I loved how pastor did it I love the cobra Kai references or karate kid references <laughs> I yeah I don't think Wait. I
2: I don't know those references. You
3: said Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso. And
2: I don't know either of them. You
3: You never never saw Karate Kid? No. You grew up in the 80s? No. Yep.
2: Oh, wow. I don't know it though.
0: Really? I'm not a
2: movie buff. I'm not a movie person. I don't remember things like that. Did you
0: see Back to the Future?
2: Yes. Okay. I have seen Back to the Future. So it's kind of, it's getting
0: closer to the same. Yeah. Goonies, I'm, you saw Goonies?
2: Yes. Okay, yeah. so mm-hmm.
0: now it's not really, I'm not a movie buff. It's just I opted yeah. not to
3: watch those. Yeah, yes. maybe Karate, Karate Kid is in that checklist, in my opinion. If really? you've seen Back to the Future, if you've seen Goonies, Karate Kid's there. Um, it's a great movie. In fact, uh, it's one of my favorite movies. And so yeah, I um, I know that we're supposed to talk about Pastor, but now that we're talking about Karate <laughs> Kid. So like
1: 30 years ago.
3: I think we should talk about. That just started. All right. Did that? Did, right.
2: You
0: all heard that? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. I heard it in my ears. Well, was that the next clip? That's the next clip. It's like when you play the music at an awards <laughs> show. It's like we're actually just going to cut you off. yeah and- This was. This was.
3: Yeah. And I feel like you were going to be like, "Hey, let's edit that out." But you know, we're kind of just winging yeah. it right just, now. Quite oh, frankly, right. I don't know how you edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> that's like it's
0: in there. Um, so ba- yeah, back on. Hey, I I don't mind this being the introduction. Um,
3: back on the Karate Kid. Yes. Uh, Dallas. Uh, who is the villain in Karate Kid? That's what makes growing up. Interesting. When I was a kid, obviously Johnny Lawrence was the bad guy, mm. but when you get older and you mature and you kind of watch that movie again, you go, you know, yeah. Daniel mm. LaRusso, uh, did some pretty mean things. Yeah. Like yeah. he, I didn't, I don't, I don't want to say he started every fight. I, there, but, I, I can't think of a fight he didn't start, but he did. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he definitely started some. I'm well, actually that is very true. He, he, Wow! Yeah, you just remind me because I'm looking at all the fights. He, I think he's, I think he got in the middle of every everything that Johnny Lawrence was doing because he he liked Johnny's girl. I'm ruining the movie for Nancy, but anyway, um,
2: <laughs> I don't know where it ranks on my list. Well, of it, things it's to it's do been out for right a little now, bit,
3: so, so I, I think there's
0: yeah. a I think there's a, so a sh- window now, that, now. If we
2: were talking Spider-Man, that,
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> that you shouldn't not ruin like anything. you shouldn't like talk about a movie like yeah. there's that window. But yeah. I think that I think once it hits Blu-ray. And in, in Karate Kids version, I mean, once it hits VHS, yeah. I think that I think that
3: you're cool.
2: I think that you're
3: good. Once they have a it. 20th anniversary oh edition, gosh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so Which I would you, I, I would say yeah, yeah. I would say, um, and that's why I like about the. I know now I'm gonna plug something else. That's why I like about the TV show Cobra Kai is because they do a good job of really showing that. Like, eh, is there really a good guy or a bad guy between the two of them? They don't. You know, they're both just imperfect people. That's a, Mm.
0: that's a thorough, a thorough analysis. Uh, You ask me, I just shoot at the, yeah, Danny LaRusso was the, uh, was the villain. He was the villain. He's far and away the villain. Yeah. Um, But, so I digress. All right, we, uh, we've just clocked at five minutes. So, (laughs) all right, all right, let's, let's get, uh, let's get into the first clip. Uh
1: So, like, 30 years ago, Gary Chapman wrote a groundbreaking book that suggests love is a language of its own. He actually suggests that there are five love languages, words of affirmation, acts of service, physical touch, quality time, and gifts. And what's interesting is we typically communicate love the way we like to receive love. Uh, But when you use a a love language that someone else doesn't speak, you, you can either come across unloving or, or at the least, you run the risk of communicating a love that's shallow or that's surface.
0: Okay, so <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about love yes. a couple times yeah. in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, the the sermon was titled "I Am Loved." Mm-hmm. Um, so, love languages. Yeah, who wants the first crack at it?
2: Have you guys read the book?
0: Yes. I, I, Are you I, familiar I, with them? No. Oh, well, I'm familiar with the languages, but yeah. I have not read the book.
2: I haven't read the book either. I'm just familiar. I think with...
3: I have it in my office, so just oh, you know, if just you guys want to snag, it, take it. You it for
2: I... I know how much you love reading, <laughs> Keith. Yeah. So <laughs> just take it and read it.
3: So <laughs> I don't read. I don't read books,
0: mm-hmm. and um, and I just don't. I read. That's why I find it so impressive that I can read the Bible every day. Yeah. And that I'm excited to read the Bible every day. Mm-hmm. Um, in my adult life, I think I've read a grand total of three books. Oh, in my wow. adult life since leaving college or, you know, mm-hmm. school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but the Bible, I've probably, gosh, if realistically, I'm probably in the 30 to 40s. Mm-hmm. How many times I've wow. read, read yeah. that over and over. Yeah. And that's why it's so stunning to me
3: because I, yeah. I don't read. So so.
0: someone who has read the book, uh, w- w- what are we wrapping on?
3: Well, really, I mean, when he talks about the five love language, he talks about really what, what love is is love is more than words. Mm-hmm. It's it's an action. And the reason he talked about the five love languages is because to make love an action, you have to know what people's love language is, which he did say the five, which is mm-hmm. uh, um, um, words of affirmation, uh, acts of service, quality of time, giving gifts and physical touch. And so, and so, and what's great is you, you take a test mm-hmm. and you could do it online, things like that. But I think the biggest thing of that is, 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 love has to be more than just words right. it has to be action
2: yeah so. and i i also love the the takeaway that um pastor explained is that oftentimes we love people the way we want to be loved mm-hmm. so i want to be loved with words of affirmation yeah so i'm constantly texting my friends and encouraging and exhorting and and saying all of the good things cuz that's how i desire to be loved. Yes. And so same, you know, for my husband, he's acts of service. Yeah. So when he makes me dinner and does the laundry and takes the garbage out, he's like, yeah, yeah. I love my wife. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't need that. Yeah. I, I need the words, you yep. know? So it's interesting to understand that about other people mm-hmm. and be able to, um, interact with them in a way that, you know, is what they need versus yes. the way that you need.
0: Yeah. That. Yeah or just a, a show of hands or a show because y'all can't see hands. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> D- Dallas, are are you and, are you and Shelby the same love languages? No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we are, Your
2: anniversary is coming up.
3: Yes. Our anniversary is coming up. And, but we are like the opposite. Like we, and not that there's a spectrum, but like the, there are um, like my number one mm-hmm. is not even on her list. And I think my, her number one may be at the bottom of my list. Cause you'll like, when you do it online, I'll tell you like, here's number one of the, f- or, of or it actually doesn't even say the five. I think on, online, it'll tell you like the two or three that yeah. are really key points. And the other ones don't even fall off the radar mm-hmm. radar. So it's, it's uh, so yeah, so it's, it's definitely, and like Nancy said it perfectly, um, you have to remind yourself that my act of love isn't Shelby's act of love. And so therefore I can't go because mine is physical touch. So I know that I can't give her physical touch and go like, okay, now get, you know, like, you know, she, it doesn't work with her and I can't get offended by it. Like, I can't be like, Mm -hmm. when she's like, oh, get off me. And I'm like, why? (laughs) You don't Uh, (laughs) love me. (laughs) Why don't you love me? And it's just, that's not her language. And so- What is her language? um, I want to say it's words of affirmation. Uh, on qu- I, No, no, it's, I think it's quality time in words of affirmation. Oh, yeah. I think it's the one, two punch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, <laughs> yeah. And, and which is interesting because uh, I, quality time doesn't mean quality time with her. It's just giving her quality time, whether that's with me or without me. Right. Um, which we talked about yesterday that yeah, she, she, that's, that's really good. Yeah. That, there's times where she's like, you know, I'm fine. You know, I, I'm okay with you going because it, especially at a window where she can't have her own time to just yeah. relax and recoup and stuff. And so I have to be um, mindful of that and give that to her. Mm-hmm. So what
2: about yeah. you, Keith? Do you know what your love
3: languages? I do. Um, is me and me and my wife, Jenna are complete opposites as well. Yeah. That's, that's why
0: like, I'm like, How, I would, I'm almost intrigued. Like if, if anyone's listening to this and have the same love languages, seriously, email us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, I would love to know if you and your wife or your wife and your husband have, or if your wife, your husband have the yeah. same love languages. Yes. Um, no, me and Jenna are completely different. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, touch and, uh, and words, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I think when guys say I'm physical touch, I think that that gets a bad rap a yeah. lot yeah, of times. Yeah. I, like yes. you think that that's, it's not just sex. No, right. no. no, no. Uh, I mean, that's part of it, but mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely more like a, if, if, if I get a hug, yes. like an unpromptu, like I don't ask for it hug, yeah. that fills up my cup way more than, yeah. uh, than what I'm think some people would. Yeah. Construed
3: as yes. acts of a uh, touch. Right. Yeah. When um, Shelby plays with my hair, I, I'll do whatever she needs me to do. Yeah. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you need? You want me to take yeah. out the trash? You want me, to, you want me to paint the house? What do you need right now? Cause <laughs> I love it. You want me to leave it. so you can have some I love quality it. time yes, exactly. <laughs>
2: without me? <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: The same, the same. Like if, if it's an, like if I'm not the initiator of, of holding hands, yeah. like that fills my cup. Uh huh. Um, and yeah. yeah, and Jenna's is completely yeah. opposite. It's, she likes acts of, of service. Um mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. She likes quality time, which I've found to be like, you know, quality time, which isn't isn't difficult in, in, in her regard. She just likes me watching a show with her. Yeah. You know?
3: Yeah.
2: Do you think that we seek out friendships or do you think it's easier to become friends with someone who shares in the same love language? Like even my saying, um, I'm words of affirmation. And then to hear you say Shelby is words of affirmation. Like we connect in that way because mm. I give love that yeah. way. And I wonder if it's received differently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As I like think, a friend.
0: I would think it's easier.
2: Right? I yeah. don't
0: have any science to back me up no, on this. No, me either. <laughs> so if there's, again, someone listening that has some yeah. science to back me yeah. up on this, yeah. I think it would be easier. Just, I think it would be.
2: It would maybe just feel more natural. Yep.
3: Yeah. It and, it definitely, I think the opposite. And I think, because I also think about this, all of our marriages are opposite, but I would mm-hmm. say all of our marriages are very healthy. Yeah. And so therefore, I think what happens is you go, because we're opposite, I gotta work for it. Mm-hmm. But she's worth working for, and and I think that's putting love into action. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like so, marriage, mm-hmm. like a relationship like yes. that. Mm-hmm. I
0: didn't. Was that what you were referring to? Really? No. I was
3: thinking friendships.
0: I was
2: thinking friendships. Oh, just in, yeah. in a way of like, I wonder if naturally you become friends with someone who shares in that same love language because it's easy. It's quote unquote easier yeah. to show that
3: yeah. with a friend. The uh, same way. I think friendships for me um, are. I, it's. Interest has to be a thing, yeah, and I think that's what drives us together. Like, um, like my my friend Lawrence, um, be, we became friends because I saw him in the lobby at church wearing a Marvel t-shirt and I was like, "Do you li- like do you like Marvel or do you like how Marvel looks?" And he goes, "No." And and we start talking. And so I think comic books is what brought me and him together and mm-hmm. we can just we can talk. In fact, I th- a- it's been a while, so Lawrence, if you're listening, hey, hit me up. Let's let's go get coffee and talk <laughs> comics again. Yeah. Because that's what we'll do. We'll just talk about comic books and movies and all that stuff and and so I think interest is one of those things, but but then you're surprised when you do have some similar love languages. And you're like, yeah, that's me too. And maybe, so maybe that's because I think some friendships also, I go, yeah, I mean, he's great, but sometimes our conversations are really short. And so maybe that's what it is. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I think for me, it is interest uh, more than l- language. the
2: love language, <laughs> but that
3: would be kind of fun to start a conversation that way. Hey, what's hi your, Dallas. What's your love what's language? Your love language? <laughs> and just don't blink when you ask.
2: Oh my gosh. Straight. Just hi, stare. I'm, I'm straight, Dallas. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> what's your love language? Yeah.
0: Like that's that- <laughs> weird. Yeah.
2: For like a new volunteer at church. Yeah. Well, we actually I actually mean, need to know this going into it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I think relationships, uh, I would get no signs to back it up, but I I know that me and my wife are very different on the outside, like Mm -hmm. personality wise, like people that don't know my wife um, think that she's quieter and think she's reserved Mm -hmm. and think of me as more talkative and more flamboyant and more. Mm -hmm. um, And it's a struggle for me to act that way a lot in like, Public around mm-hmm. people, like my second nature is I want to I want to just like be by myself. Yeah. Like that's what I enjoy to do. Yeah. But her second nature, she is very bubbly. Like at home, yeah. uh if if in public I'll talk 90% of the time to mm-hmm. her 10 mm-hmm. at home, easily it's flipped. Yeah. Ease. Oh my gosh, easily flipped. And
2: Jenna, if you're listening, we still want you on two on that.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> this is like
2: going to happen. At yeah, some j- point. Jenna has given a <laughs> hard you no want you on
0: that. Pretty much Every time we've been asked.
3: Here's the the problem. the people can
2: speak, tell us.
3: We have to bring the podcast to her. Okay. We'll do chill on that at the Archiclet house. house. (laughs) There we go. We're at a remote location.
2: (laughs) Down the street. This (laughs) Tuesday
3: only. (laughs) Yeah. All right, here we go, here we go.
1: Of has a language... Of its own. And the Bible uses the language of love consistently. In fact, it speaks of love or a derivative of love 699 times. Now, considering the fact that there are only 1189 chapters in the whole book, that's a pretty high concentration on one particular subject love. The Apostle Paul, who wrote this letter to the Ephesians that we've been studying for like the last uh, Fourteen weeks. He he talks about love over and over again in the thirteen verified books that he wrote. He talks about love over a hundred times, including what many people refer to as the love chapter. Like First Corinthians chapter thirteen is the love chapter. If it was if it was on the Bible's essential playlist on iTunes. This would be the, this would be the slow jam. Like when, like when, when you open the book, there's some, there's some chapters, you open it up and they they got a theme, y'all. Like they got, they got a soundtrack. I think, I think, I think 1 Corinthians 13 is the same way though. Except when you, when you get to 1 Corinthians 13, the whole mood changes. It's like boom, boom. Like the lights go down somebody lights a candle like it's just it is the love chapter and what it tells us is that love is patient and it's kind it doesn't envy or boast it isn't arrogant or rude it doesn't insist on its own way it isn't irritable or resentful it doesn't rejoice at wrongdoing but it rejoices with the truth it bears all things believes all things hopes all things and endures all things and most importantly it never ever ever ends
2: so I think the first thing that comes to mind when I hear that clip, though it may not be super spiritual, I feel like we need to come out with a playlist of yeah. <laughs> pastor reading scripture over the soundtrack that fits with that.
0: Yeah. He is so Luther would great. be used so much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's just, he's yeah. For that chapter, yes. for sure. He is so good at speaking in a cadence. His yeah. cadence is so intriguing to yeah. me. And so to put a track behind him, and I've done mm-hmm. it a couple times with Instagram reels, yeah. I'll pick a track that matches to his rhythm and yeah. it sounds so cool. So just hearing him explain like, you know, first and second Kings should be like yeah. battle music mm-hmm. and things like that. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a fun project, Keith.
0: Yeah. No, he's, <laughs> I, I've had the, I've had the pleasure of, of soundtracking his, his words. Yeah. Uh, over the last mm-hmm. two and a half, three years, right. and uh, yeah, the man is easy to set a soundtrack yeah. to. It's so he's fun. he's his, his delivery is very good.
2: But with uh, that, First Corinthians, the love chapter. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the it's the thing that's said all the time at weddings. Yes. Mm-hmm. and you've probably read it a oh, million times. Oh yes,
3: oh yeah. It's 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 something that I think because again it goes back, I, and I know like this is going to be the podcast where. You know, Pastor Giles just keeps saying love's in action, but it, it's a great chapter to remind us that, again, love is more than words. It's more than saying it. Like, this is what it is. You know, it's patient. It's kind. It does not envy. Mm-hmm. It does not boast. Like, when you love someone, you don't allow the, you 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 allow the good to come in and you push the bad out. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, hey, it's a commitment. It's, it's something, you know, it's, it's going to take some work and some effort. If you want love to, to really grow, you got, you got to allow these things to be, to happen in it. And so, yeah. And so I think in a way, my mindset is, is this, when I read that chapters is, is, is I don't look at like, Hey, are you guys ready to love? <laughs> I, especially like you said, with weddings, yeah. I kind of look at it as going, Hey, don't just walk into this marriage. You know, don't just walk into this relationship going like, yeah, we could figure it like it's. It's a commitment. It's mm-hmm. a it's a process. And so I remember actually, uh, fun fact, when Shelby and I were dating, I made a commitment that I would not tell Shelby that I love her until at least six months. The reason is because I didn't want it to be something that I just threw out there. Yeah. yeah. That when I said it, there's weight behind it. There's meaning behind it. And so, but the, but what I learned from that is in the first six months of us dating, I actually had to be creative with my words. <laughs> I had to express love without saying love. And so I would say things like, I just, you're so great to be around. Your words are powerful. Um, thank you for being so patient. Um, thank you for being so caring. You're really, really funny. And and those And I could easily said, I love how funny you are. And I love, I love, but the focus would have been more on that. And so when I actually said, I was actually nervous too. We did it on a date (laughs) and I just said, I just want you to know something. And like, I'm, I'm shaking. She's like, okay. And I was like, um... I love you, and she's like, <laughs> and she, and because did you say it back. She did. She, oh, she did. Gosh. Yeah, I know, right? Finish but, the story, right? But yeah. she, but she like, said what? it. She said it back, like, yeah, I love you too, dum dum. Like, oh, like, well, you know, you guys nah, she, have
2: such a funny, yeah. like, I th- it's so funny for other people to see your humor. I, I really do oh, love yeah, it. But yeah. But like. That it, reaction doesn't. Yeah, surprise she's me. just
3: like, yeah, I love you too. Like, what, what, you know? I was like, okay, good. I, no, I would not have been relieved. No, that didn't happen. Ooh. But if I start crying, like, thank you so much. <laughs> you I'm took, so glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> you took 15 seconds to say it. That's
2: like all the all the movies, though, yeah. where they they say it and then yeah. you are like, well, what's gonna
3: happen? Yeah, next? and it, I think the reason I I was I was the most um, committed to making this relationship with her right. I didn't want to just go into it. I really wanted... I mean, after that first date, I could have be like, let's get married. Yeah. You know, I really... I just... I fell in love with her, but I was like, but I'm not... I'm not going to cut corners. I'm not going to like there was, and we talk about this with, with married couples, you know, that our first date was a, was like a business meeting. Like, Hey, cause you know, we (laughs) wanted to be pure and we wanted to, you know, wait until we're married and we, we didn't want to make past mistakes. And so we're like, Hey, here's what we're uh, going to allow. Here's what we're not going to allow. And, you know, and, and here's the consequences if we don't do that. and, and yeah, and I mean we didn't it would be funny if she did write it down it, that is my That's wife. That's totally you know? <laughs> Shelby. She, she, she wrote the notebook in <laughs> the past. Yeah. Can you sign this? But it was just one of those things It was like, Hey, can we agree to this? You know, and and it was and it was great. And it was really and it did, it made me just not it, it made me not just go with the flow with it, you know, kind of thing. Um, but it just made every moment just Great, and yeah, and like you said, we are celebrating 14 years this week. Mm-hmm. So it's and nice. it's been, and I wish I could, I, I, I wish I could tell you that, like, oh, it's no, it's been 14 great years. I'm confidently, I could confidently say, like, I've, I've loved her for 14 years, and I think it's just because we established from the beginning. So mm-hmm. going back to First Corinthians mm-hmm. 13, that's how I look at it. I look at it as like, hey, this is a big deal, but yeah. if you can commit to this, it's going to be so rewarding. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I've had the
0: opportunity to to marry a couple people. Um, well, a couple, couple people.
2: Like Cu- you're, you've been married multiple times? No, been- no, no, <laughs> no. I, I've I've
0: I've taken the uh, the honor of yeah. being the person to to say the yep. the, the the what sermon? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one thing, my first wedding uh, that I that I officiated. That's go. the word. Mm-hmm. Um, I have delved into Corinthians one. Yeah. Corinthians two, Corinthians one, like you get a lot of good hits from that. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that stood out to me and then I, I pressed it on to the couples that, that I officiated their wedding is that <clears throat> when Paul was writing that, like that, that chapter is essentially a good uh, how to. Yes. It's a, it's a letter mm-hmm. of, all right, city of Corinth. You're my guys. Mm-hmm. You kind of living in it. <sighs> yeah. Here, I'm going to give you a playbook, mm-hmm. read this yeah. playbook. This is how you, this is how life is lived. Mm-hmm. And, and we immediately think just if we just peruse those lines that that's, he must've been writing to to the couples, mm-hmm. he's been writing to the married couples. No, that's, that's actually just the guide for how you treat one another. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. That's, so if, if we take it in the, the realm of, this is how I treat people I don't like. Mm-hmm. This is how mm-hmm. I treat my coworkers. This is how I treat my neighbors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The people, the people at the grocery store that I have no idea who they are. Mm-hmm. That's your bare minimum. Right. Yeah. And this list sounds extravagant. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, well, geez, that has to be for how I'm going to treat my wife or how I'm going to treat for my sure. husband. No, 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 yeah. no. That list is for how you treat everyone else. Yes. So we take that, we dial that back and say, well, your wife and your husband are even more.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah.
0: you you take those words and then you multiply them. These
2: are like the baseline. That's baseline. <laughs> the foundation. So if, yeah.
0: if you're just having an okay day with your spouse, you should be treating them like this. Yeah. But- you should strive to be better. You should strive. Your relationship needs to be better. You need to treat your wife. You need to treat your husband with this list times 77. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's yeah. the baseline. Corinthians mm-hmm. is the baseline for human interaction,
2: mm-hmm.
0: not your basic baseline or your, your ceiling with how you treat your spouse. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's,
2: that's the compass to continue to go back to when you need to right. check yourself.
1: Yeah. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but he feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church. And we're members of his body. And the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. This is a great mystery, but it's an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. I've read that scripture literally hundreds of times. And this week, one line just jumped off the page. This is a great mystery. Hmm. It's, it's prophetic. Marriage wasn't a mystery then. The way a husband and a wife treated one another, it was very clear, it was very legal, it was very buttoned down. But there are two words that used to be synonymous, love and marriage. And I don't think that that's as true today as it was back then. To some people in our culture, marriage has become dispensable or disposable. It's it's almost optional, even oppressive. I mean, many of you have probably heard the statistics, 46% of all first marriages, 64% of all second marriages, 74% of all third marriages end in divorce. Lots of people, including Many people in this room have heard words like this, I just don't love you anymore. Uh, I, I've, I've fallen out of love. But that kind of response to love is rooted in the flesh. It's rooted in emotions. But love isn't a product of your flesh. It, it shouldn't be governed by your emotions.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah, that's what I uh, was saying. But <laughs> of course, um. I do, yes. And I love that he said that. I love um, the scripture when it talks about you will leave your family and become one. I, I That portion sticks, uh, sticks out a lot to me. Uh, I think because of the reality of this partnership that you're having with a person. You are having this partnership where it's, it's um, you know, we are doing life together. That me and you are doing life together. And so um, you're gonna have your good days you're going to have your bad days. Um, but you know what? I'm I'm committed to this partnership. I'm committed to doing life with you and loving you through it. And and so, and that's why, he, you know, I, I love it where he says, you know, that people say, I fell out of love or I don't, mm-hmm. you know, and they're using it as an emotion. Well, you know, there's going to be a lot of emotions in relationships. You are going to, you know, but it doesn't mean you're committed to that emotion. You know, yeah. you you just maybe in the moment feel like, you know, uh, i, I I don't know if I said this to Shelby, but I I have said this to someone. I I have said, I love you, but I don't like you right now, (laughs) you know, and, and it's just a temporary emotion to have. And so, and that's why love needs to be more than emotion because emotions are temporary. You're not Mm -hmm. always going to feel that way. You know, you're, you know, you're going to feel that way maybe in the moment, you know, Um, but it's, it's just an emotion. And so what you decide to do with it is really important.
2: Yeah, I actually think that next clip speaks to that a little bit better. Um, I don't know if you want to cue it up because it does talk about okay. what that emotion and that feeling is and talks a little bit more about how it's We're
0: going to go another clip yeah, right away. Yeah, let's roll right into the next okay. one. Okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> cool.
1: Love is not an emotional reaction. But we make it be that way. And so because we make it an emotional reaction, when our emotions change, our love changes. And, and here's the problem. If you can feel that about a person, then you can feel that about the Lord. And so some of you, you fall in love with God and then you fall out of love with God. You, you fall in love with God when Shelby slows down the set and she, and she worships like she did today. You, and you just, and you feel presence of the Holy Spirit You, you 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 it's easy to fall in love with God when somebody's playing the keyboard and there's there's words that are being spoken over a slow track but but it's hard to love God when you've lost a family member or when you've lost your job when you've lost hope when you when you when you fell out of love with God because of fear
2: I just love that clip because he talks about if you're, if you can emotionally feel in love with another person, Mm -hmm. then you can fall in and out of love with God too. Yes, And that's so, it's convicting because Mm -hmm. you think about moments when maybe like what you said, maybe you don't, maybe you don't like it, Mm -hmm. but you are committed to loving and to, and to, uh, holding yourself accountable to that first Corinthians scripture. Yes. Of this is what love looks like. And yeah. I think it was, you know, it's easy to feel that way, like he said, yeah. In moments of worship or when you're on the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. But when you're in the valley or when you're struggling through something, what are you gonna hold yourself to? Yes. In maintaining that relationship uh and and still loving God yeah. through and, it.
3: And that's, and that's a good point too, because I know that we've been talking about relationships a lot, like couples and marriage and stuff, mm-hmm. but that is very true too when it comes to God and how um, even even through all this, I'll still love you. But mm-hmm. also like looking at 1 Corinthians in, a, a, as a way of how God loves us, mm-hmm. like his love for us is patient and kind and does not envy and does not boast. And those are things to remind yourself of going like, yeah, I'm so glad that, I, I have, I, I love you and you love me. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm going through this, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep loving you. We, we are our, our guys group, we go to every week. Uh, we had a guy this past week say that um, his, his dad had a cancer scare and he was, and he, and it was a scare to the point where he thought he was going to lose him. And he said, and I loved it. And I even, I told him I loved it. I said, he said, you know, even though I'm scared and I'm sad, I'm still going to trust God to, to um, you know, that he's going to get us through this. Mm-hmm. And that was so great to see where his relationship and his love for God was at mm-hmm. to where even the worst could happen to me. And but and it's not going to make me go away from you. It's going to make me actually go to you more and more because you are the source of love and strength and all of those things. And so it was such a good eye-opener to hear that perspective because I think that is a perspective as youth people we need to have that mm-hmm. even if this happens, I'm going to love you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What I was thinking when you were, when you were saying that, when both of you were talking was I, I grade myself out on a daily basis with how I acted with my interactions with, um, did I point people to Christ. Did, did my actions, uh, show Jesus. Um, I grade myself out though, with how I react most, uh, severely when I'm, when I'm in a bad spot. Um, I try to stay about as even keel as I can with the good and the bad, but how I react and how I act in my next form of attack uh, is, is always parallel with my, with my, with my attitude, what I'm Mm -hmm. stuck in. Mm -hmm. And when I do an inventory of myself at the end of a day and I reacted very poorly that reminds me that that's a very significant part of my character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like saying sorry. Like not because it's prideful. I don't like saying it because what happened before oh, was yeah. something that made me say sorry. Yeah. yeah. For and that sure. makes me feel, I I feel terrible with that. I, I, hate, I hate having to apologize to a friend mm-hmm. because that means I hurt him. Mm-hmm. And so with that idea of... I grade myself out harshly on in my bad moments because how I react in my bad moments, when I'm in the Valley, mm-hmm. I need to still amplify Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what I got out of it. Yeah. Do, do I fall out of love of, with Christ? No, Yeah. no, I don't. Um, I don't often get angry or upset with circumstances either in my life. I don't mm-hmm. say, look what God just <laughs> did to me, man. Right.
3: Yeah. Right.
0: I don't, I don't get like that, but I, I more times than not get sad at myself when I, when I let God down Mm. and how I act. And I don't know. I I have a, I feel like I have a good relationship with Christ. I feel like I do. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't fall in and out of love with
3: God, but I definitely fall in and out of love with myself. And that's yeah. a good marker of of of, of a maturity and, uh, and a place you're at in your Jesus journey because what that says is I am no longer living for Jesus with strings attached that mm-hmm. I'm fully committed to what He has for me my life my future my direction my calling and so therefore you know I I, I don't go look what God's done because there's not like hey I'll follow you but if you if you do this. I'm not going to follow you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's, you know, and that's what's interesting. And, and, and then a, a different, cause I, I, I love the, in the, you know, the scripture on, on the Valley and talking about the Valley. I love that that's written as a reminder, even in the Valley, I should fear no neighbor because you are with me. It's a reminder that even in your lowest points, God doesn't go, oh, this is too much for me. He walks away. Or you know what? You deserve this. No, even when it's tough, God's saying, but I'm still here. I know this is tough and you're going to grow from this and you're going to, and you may even thank me for it. Um, But just know I never left you. And, And I think that's why it's so important that, you know, even when we're in it, he's there. And, and so that's why it's, it's so important that, as you grow, just saying, God, how can I surrender more and more of my life to you so that no matter what happens? Because I am at that, I could say, I'm, I, I have thought of every scenario. You know, I, I thought of my own Job, you know, mm-hmm. what if he took my, 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 uh, my kids? What if he took my wife? What if he, what if, what if, what if, what if? I, would I be sad? Of course, I'm not a robot. I would be very sad. I'd be very depressed. But my mind would be like, but I need to go to God. I need to cry to God in prayer. I need to, you know, cry to him and, and, and all these things. I need to go to him. The last thing I'd do is go away from him. You, you want me to <laughs> do, do this by myself? Like, no way. I'll go, I'll go to addiction. I'll go to negativity. I'll go to things where I'm like, why did I go down that path? Like the, the first thing I need to do is go to God. The last thing I need to do is turn my back on him. So,
0: amen.
1: he talked about phileo love. And this is a brotherly love. It's where we get the name for the city, Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Phileo, it's a friendship love. It's the least biological, organic, instinctive, or natural of all loves. And our culture finds it to be the least necessary. And so because of that, people are longing for relationships. True friendships, like the one between David and Jonathan in the Bible, they're they're almost a lost art. Do
2: mm. you guys have brotherly love?
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I
2: think you both do. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, for each other? <laughs> I mean, for each other <laughs> yeah. and, yes.
2: and with people. I think in part of the message he says at the end, he goes, why is that weird? Yeah. Like, why is it weird for guys to be friends with guys? Like, yeah. he doesn't understand how in a culture people are longing so much for these deep relationships where you can hold each other accountable and you yeah. can speak truth in love. And yeah. uh, those are just super rare right now. I feel like both of you guys have that in each other mm-hmm. and in
3: yeah.
2: and in other people.
3: Yeah, it's and it's honestly, he, you know, pastor is actually one of the people, why I remember him saying this in a message, saying, guys, it's okay to say, I love you to another guy without adding the word man. I love you, <laughs> man. You know, just go, yeah. I love you. And I remember I did it for the first time after I heard that message. I called my friend, Mike. Uh, he's a pastor in California. And I said, hey, I just want you to know, I love you. And I, I want to tell you I love you without saying man. And he goes, mm. I love you too. But there was this like, we just said that. It <laughs> just happened. But but um but yeah, I think brotherly love is super important because brotherly love, not only will they help you grow, they'll be real and honest with you, mm-hmm. they'll they'll they won't um overlook things, you know, um, and, and they'll also not keep you Uh, they won't leave you on the ground, Mm -hmm. you know, brotherly love goes like, no, no, you know, brotherly love makes you go, even when you, you really mess up and you're like, yeah, I really, really messed up there. Brotherly love goes, you did. And I know why you're going through this, but I want to help you through it. You know, because here's the thing is, is they're not ignoring it. Yeah. You you messed up. (laughs) That was really dumb, but I'm going to help you through this. And, uh, and I'm glad to have friends like that. And, um, and I, and I'm also, uh, I think as a church, we need to, like you said, strive for that more to where, uh, I said that to my team, uh, this week. I said, you know, I don't want to just be acquaintances with you guys. We're doing ministry together. We're doing life together. We're, 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 um, being mentors for these kids and these students. And, and I want you to know, I want to do life with you. I want to have, I didn't say this cause I, <laughs> I can't read my pastor's mind, but I want to have brotherly love with you. Like I want to, um, you know, be there for you and, 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 and help in any way. And so, yeah, I think it's really, really crucial and something that we have to just take a stand for and say, yeah, I don't want to just have acquaintance love. I want to have a brotherly love with friends that, you know, in my life. So,
2: and having a few quality brotherly love Mm -hmm. relationships is so valuable compared to like lots of acquaintances. Yes, yes, correct. And really being able to have people who know you better than, you know, yourself sometimes is it's weird Mm -hmm. But it's healthy and it's really good to have somebody who can kind of in a gentle way, hold the mirror in front of you and say, like, where were you at when you said this or did this or um, just to even ask the questions that you need to face as like personal responsibility.
3: Yeah. And I and I want to you said it really qu- quick and I I do want to <laughs> clarify. I don't want to give anyone the green light to start calling their friends idiots. Like there's yeah, a no. <laughs> there's a there's a right way of of cuz it's it, it's it, you're not condemning but but conviction is good. You know, hey. Well, I think
2: when we all know what our standard is, yes. we can hold each other Correct. to that.
3: Yeah. So like, when we're
2: all living the same Jesus journey. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. We can hold each other yeah. accountable.
3: And so, but it's it's good, man. Cause because um it's good to have the friends like that because when things are tough and you're like, I just need to talk to someone, you need that. And guys need that because I'm gonna and going back to marriages, you, your wife can only do so much, <laughs> you know. Sometimes yeah. it's good to just vent to another dude and because that because here's what you'll find out nine out of ten times you're like, Yeah, I feel the same way or yeah, I don't know, you know, I, or and just being able to get it off your chest. And, and that's why I think I'm so, I mean, I'm plugging guys retreat right now. Mm-hmm. I think guys retreat is so, if you're on the fence, you got to go because our biggest goal for that weekend is to get you connected with guys that you can start having that brotherly love with, mm-hmm. that you can have some people you could do life with. Yeah. So, um,
0: that, yeah, th- those are, that's great. Those, all of that's great. Um, yeah, yeah. This the world. What has over nine billion people now, mm-hmm. and I don't think it would be short to say that after accumulating nine billion plus people in, in one earthly body, that the world has probably never felt more alone than they have mm-hmm. in these last few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's a loneliness. It's you know, you don't you don't even know you're in it until you're you're out of it. Yes. I, I showed back, I, I showed up at a church. I came, I came to this church, uh, some years back now. And, um, I, I guess at that point in my life, I didn't realize how lonely I was, you know? Wow. I, because I say that now, because of the relationships I built by coming here on a weekly basis and not just like checking the box coming here, but mm-hmm. like when I was here, like getting to know people. Yes. and, you know, my life, I wouldn't change, I wouldn't change my, my circle of friends for anything. Yeah. They, they have saw some, some good, th- some wins and they've saw me in bad moments yeah. too. And, and I've got to live with, with my friends. Yeah. And then when I have that now, it's like, boy, I never realized how lonely I was. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I, I guess I didn't know that, I didn't know that it was, it was available to me until yeah. I saw it and it was available to me. And, you know, they say the word brotherly love, but it's, it's just a, it's a love, like a brotherhood, like a sisterhood. Yes. And so like, if you're listening to this and you're a woman, that's, we're we're not Mm -hmm. just saying brother. Yeah. It is an insert interchangeable Mm -hmm. gender love and brotherly love, like maybe a sibling love. Like, um, I love them like siblings, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, and that's not just for your close friends either. Yeah, you know that's important mm-hmm. too to say that that scripture wasn't. It's not written just for like all right your inner circle of people. That's the brotherly love them like that. No, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the the brotherly love they're talking about is again another bare minimum. That's, yeah, that's just how we have to be treating each other. Yeah, if I don't know you by first name, mm-hmm. that's how I want to treat you. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I do care about your well being even before I met you. Right. Yeah. I I I want you to succeed. I want this city to succeed. I want this Yeah. I want I want something that is almost there mm-hmm. in this church and something that's almost there in this city. Yeah. And I think if, if if more of us just thought about acting in that way, but how would you treat your siblings that you like? You know, I know there's a lot of people <laughs> that are like, I don't really like myself. But like yeah. but you should like your siblings. Mm-hmm. Like that was a design you're you you were designed to be in a family with them yeah and you didn't get to choose it yeah but why don't we why don't we have that this is your family you didn't get to choose it design with everyone else
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's why it's so. I, I not, and this, I guess, I wasn't gonna do a challenge on this podcast. Like here's a challenge of the week. <laughs> do it. But I think um, if there, if you're listening to this and go, yeah, I don't really have a lot of friends. I'm, I don't I really would consider brother or sister. Mm-hmm. Then I challenge you. You know, whether you come to Life Church or not, make it a goal this Sunday to not just only come on Sunday, but set something up with someone else beyond Sunday. Like, I think for me, a win is when I'm, when I, after service or in between services, I, I go, hey, let's do something Monday or Tuesday, mm-hmm. or let's do something Wednesday, you know, let's, let's meet again beyond Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I I guarantee the people that you do that with on a consistent basis will be more than just acquaintances. They'll be more than just good friends. They'll become brothers and sisters, which I think God wanted for us forever. And that's why he shows us in the book of Acts so clearly the stance that the church got to the point where they did life together. It wasn't just Sundays. It was the whole week, every week. I think
2: maybe we should get back to some of the other religions that call people brother and sister. Oh yeah. I think I should be like, brother Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) Sister Shelby, it's good to see you today. Yeah. A, 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 Just to remind ourselves. Yeah, like this a, a is reminder. is good.
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't want it to be automatic. We don't want yeah. to yeah, right. replace a word with an action. Right. But correct. correct. I mean, that's a I I like. I like that challenge. Mm-hmm. I, I. If you're listening to this and you go, you come to life church, you physically come in the building. You, here's like the the like, the obvious thing to say is, you well you're in a room with other people that want the same thing you do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even even down to the God you're you're choosing to worship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a layup. That's That's a a pretty good common
2: denominator amongst everyone in the building.
0: Everyone (laughs) in this building wants what you want to. Yes. They want to feel connected. They want to feel part of something. They Mm -hmm. want to feel God. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I mean, if if you if you just went to the person next to you and even just was nicer, like hey, good morning.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. My name is. Yeah. You don't know what can happen. Especially, I mean, again, going back to the challenge, because you just said a good point too. If you come into the building, maybe that is a challenge for some people going, you know, hey, maybe my challenge is I need to go. And now I'm not, I'm saying if, if right now you, there's some health issues, I get that and I totally get that. But if, if the challenge is, man, I got real used to being out of the building. I got real comfortable, you know, in, in my chair or my sofa, maybe I need to challenge myself. Hey, I got to get back into a lobby again because I do need relationship. I need more than just my, my family and my, my spouse. I, I need friends. I need to connect with people. And yeah. And at a church you'll have, you'll at least have one thing in common. You want to, you want to, you want to grow your Jesus journey. Yeah. So
0: yeah, the, the name of the sermon was I am loved. And um, I, I, in my brain I'm trying to rack up any idea of, can I have love singularly mm. or does it always involve something or someone else? You know, I I can't think of a single time that love is just revolving around yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A healthy one. Yeah. Right. And it always involves somebody else. If it be God or someone close to you, it always involves another person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love it. I love it. Hey, thanks. Thanks for joining us today. Yes. Thank you too for joining us today uh, for this episode of Chew on That. Um, If you enjoyed the episode, and you think someone you know may benefit from the topics we had discussed today? Uh, share the link. Share share the link uh, to this podcast on any one of your social media platforms. Uh, just get the word out. Yeah. Um, the thing of it is, the more people that know about this podcast or the mission we have at Life Church, um, this podcast, the mission at Life Church is to bring the life giving message of Jesus to people of the 920 and beyond. So, if you feel like anyone could benefit from the message of Jesus, uh, here, this podcast is a tool, Mm -hmm. share this with them. So, you know, they can experience that as well. We'd also um, love it. If you could uh, rate or review our podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to, uh, higher reviews just tend to get more people knowing about the podcast. So it's just for exposure. Um, again, my name is pastor Keith and we can't wait to talk with you all again next
2: week.